everyone, this is Peter from The Grown Up Nerd. I'm here at Savannah Comic Con, just doing some interviews, talking with people and mingling. Today I have, is it Josh Bauer? Is that your yep. last name? Yep. Um, so tell me, uh, what do you got going on today? What brings you to Savannah Comic Con? Uh, just trying to get outside of the Florida area. We're down in Orlando. That's where we're based out of. We've been hitting the convention scene for about five years now. And uh, just trying to get out and branch out a little bit more into different states, different cons. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, so I see uh, you have a lot of... Saw some Power Rangers stuff, uh, oh, yeah. so we're a bunch of grown-up nerds. But how did you uh, get started to what you're doing right now? Um, so I've been doing some kind of artwork one way or another since I was really young. As far as I can remember, I used to doodle all the time. Uh, got a little bit more serious once I got into high school. I kind of realized I had a knack for it. Uh, started taking every art class available. Uh, graduated, kind of stopped doing it for a little bit. Moved down to Florida about uh, 10 years ago. Uh, once I moved down... I decided I was going to conventions like MegaCon, a couple other shows, okay, cool, cool. seeing other people doing stuff. And I'm like my, talking to my wife. I'm like, I can do this, too. I mean, I do some pretty good stuff. I think I'm pretty good. So about five or six years ago, I decided to start doing the uh, comic book stuff and been hitting the conventions ever since. OK, cool. Do you have any uh, influences growing up, like some of the things that uh, strike a chord with you? Uh, I've always been a fan of uh, the Marvel comics. Uh, I've always like I'm a big fan of Spider-Man, guys like that. Um, I've always been a big fan of comic book covers. I love covers. I actually love covers more than the comic itself. You know, it, the cover tells a story. It's always you know that big dynamic kind of thing. So those have been big influences. Different cartoons have influenced me over the years. Yep. Uh, I love Samurai Jack's style oh, gotcha. of cartooning. Okay. Uh, you know, the old turtles. Yeah, it, yeah. I kind of take little influences here and there from everything. Okay, cool. So, uh, what, um, what, uh, do you have any, um, what, what current projects are you got going on right now? Anything big? Man, I'm always working on like a hundred things at one time. Uh, I've, so if you look around a little bit, I have my own line of fairies. I work okay. with different models and cosplayers and friends of mine. Uh, I'm up to 14 different fairies now. So I'm working on another new one, uh, with a friend of mine. It's going to be a, uh, single color one and the color is going to be yellow and she's a hippie fairy. Gotcha. So she's got a whole hippie outfit, you know, uh, uh, headband with flowers in it and everything. The wings are going to be, uh, and, a sun design and everything like that. Uh, so I'm working on that, and then I have a long commission list to do. So I have some Harry Potter uh, mini canvases, some Sailor Moon mini canvases, and then bigger canvases of Batwoman and Doctor Strange. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so if someone wanted to reach out to you, uh, what would be the best way for them to contact you? So the easiest way to find me is joshbauerartist.com. It's uh, my website. It has all my social media stuff. You can get, reach out to me through email. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Instagram is probably the best, uh, easiest way to follow all my stuff and get a hold of me because, uh, you know, it's just been working for me a little bit better than anything else at the moment. Well, hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Your artwork is dope as hell. I love it. Um, and good luck to you for the rest of the Comic-Con. Thank you, man. Hey everyone, this is Peter from The Gun. I'm here at Savannah Comic Con talking with some of the booth owners here. Today I'm speaking with Devin. Devin, what do you have going on today? What brings you to Savannah Comic Con? So for today, I'm hosting as a vendor at Savannah Comic Con, trying to sell off uh, cosplay props and weapons that I've had just cluttering up my garage. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you have some uh, really cool, looks like uh, you did some modification to Nerf guns. Uh, what uh what got what got you started in this uh i guess hobby slash business so 
what got me going on it was as a kid playing games and watching movies and stuff whenever I would see a weapon or a design that I really liked I would want to buy it or I'd, half the time they didn't exist to be bought and if they did exist they were extremely expensive like $300 or something like that gotcha. so my dad's always been a very do-it-yourself kind of guy I kind of learned from him and said hey I could make this on my own with you know some cardboard and some tape and it just evolved from there, getting a little little better and refining the uh, process. Yeah, I can see the detail that you and the work, uh, the hard work that you put into your to your weapons. Um, do you have a store? What's the best way people could reach you and to look at some of your works and designs? So currently, uh, best way would probably be Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is Defiant Dreams Cosplay. If you're typing in the Facebook URL, it'll be like facebook.com/foam-from-the-unknown, but Defiant Dreams is probably easiest. Um, also have a Deviant Art page under Drop Zone Hero. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, not as much on Deviant Art. Um, I try to put just really good photos of cosplays up there. But Defiant Dreams has all my conventions from the past, all the recent stuff, all the weapon builds. Everything is up there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, also, had some questions like, uh, what were your influences growing up uh, as a nerd? What were some of your biggest influence growing up? So, for me, a lot of it came from my dad. He's a big 80s action movie type guy. So I grew up with uh, Star Wars, Terminator, Blade Runner. Um, those were big, big franchises in our house. And then the stuff that we kind of grew into, like Halo and Gears of War. Me and my dad have always been gamers. And uh, Halo, Gears of War, Unreal Tournament, all those were stuff that we played. It was kind of our bonding thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of us nerds were influenced by our, by our fathers. Do you have uh, any pieces of work that you've done that you can recall that have been your favorite or the hardest? So, actually, yes. Um, currently, actually, on our table, the Halo uh, assault rifle. I put a lot of work into that to get it to where it is. Um, spent a lot of time working on it and making it. Just the fact that I used a Nerf gun and I wanted it to be more than a static prop. I wanted it to do something. There was a lot of work involved in getting it not just to look right, but working around the Nerf gun, just the varying levels of thicknesses of the pieces and such. So that was a really hard one for a prop. Uh, for a costume would be, I did a full Gears of War uh, Marcus Phoenix armor, and that wow. was, it was a lot. I was, uh, it was at Richmond Comic Con in Virginia. It was part of the Viva La Cosplay uh, YouTube series. And uh, initially, we had been told that we would be competing in that costume contest. Halfway through the show, they told us we weren't competing in the contest because we were judging the contest. So our work had to be even better because we're judging other people. Yeah. So it, it had to show. So I worked easily 100 hours into that armor. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Um, so I got one last question for you. Do you have any tips or pointers for people that are looking to make their own type of props or weapons that they, that they love? Absolutely. Uh, YouTube is a fantastic resource. You can go, there's all kinds of different people in there. Um, Punished Props, Evil Ted, uh, there's a couple others, Backyard Effects. All those guys have excellent tutorials. I've learned a lot from them. Um, just do a little searching around. There's always forums of people making costumes and things. And don't be afraid to work in cardboard or something that people might think isn't the best material. 
you have to gain that experience to be able to work with better stuff. You don't want to burn all your money on Warbler or something like that and then you screw it up because you're not skilled yet. Learn from your mistakes early at a low cost and work up and get better. Hey, that sounds awesome. I'm sure YouTube is a huge thing that most people will resort to when uh, making cosplay. So, But hey, I just want to thank you. Uh, you look like you've had a pretty successful venture this weekend. Um, I want to thank you for your time and I really appreciate it. Hey everyone, this is Peter from The Gun. I'm here at Savannah Comic Con talking with booth owners and artists alike. Here I'm speaking with Timothy Taylor. Timothy, can you tell me what brings you to Comic Con Savannah? Making money, selling stuff. Uh, mostly just trying to get my stuff out there in front of people, trying to get my uh, name and comics out. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man, I really dig your artwork. Uh, I like the Stormtrooper print that you had here. Um, what, uh, how did you get started? How did you get into this business? Uh, I grew up drawing and stuff, and it was actually, I did my master's in English, and a professor gave me Fun Home, and so after reading that, I was like, oh, that's how I want to tell my stories. So you can see here, I did my first comic, this was actually my thesis for my English master's, and you can see the artwork's not quite what I'm doing now, <laughs> um, but then... What is it I called? It, it's called Tim, A Graphic Retelling, My Story of Religion, Sex, and Figuring Out Who I Am. And so then I got into SCAD's grad program and moved down here. Cool. cool. Um, do you have any like uh, influences and inspirations that got you into this or that you can oh, call back yeah. to? Uh, Bruce Tim, definitely. You know, I grew up on Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Darwin Cook, his um, New Frontier on DC was one of the greatest things I've ever read. Uh, I love Umberto Ramos' stuff. So you're uh, talking about some animation. Have you ever done any animation? Are you interested in that as in, uh, industry? I did some animation. I used to teach 3D modeling and animation. Um, honestly, it's kind of too slow for me. Uh, and even comics is almost too slow. I'm a much better writer than I am an oh. illustrator. And so uh, I'm quickly finding out that if I can get someone else to draw my stories, they'll come to life a lot faster. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, do you have anything big going on? What's your next big project that you're working on? Um, the next big project I've got working on is called Holler. It's actually about a boy in West Virginia. And in West Virginia, there's this weird triangle of federal money. Uh, there's the Greenbrier Bunker. There's the uh, SETI Radio Telescope Observatory. And then the FBI Federal Building. And so I kind of figured that if you're going to hide aliens that's where you're going to hide them. Gotcha. And so it's a little boy who meets an alien and they fight the government. Awesome, awesome. Um, so if any of uh, the listeners that we have want to reach out to you and take a look at some of your work, what's the best way they can get uh, reach out to you? Uh, the best way is go to my website, comicsandlithium.com. Comicsandlithium.com. Got it. All right, well, thanks a lot, Tim. I really appreciate it, and uh, good luck to you for the rest of the convention. All right, thanks a lot. Hey everyone, this is Peter from The Grown Up Nerd. I'm here interviewing people at Savannah Comic Con. Right now I'm talking to Eric Donovan. Is that how, is that how I say it? Correct, yep. Uh, so Eric, uh, tell me what brings you to Savannah Comic Con? Uh, I'm actually local to Savannah right now. Okay. So this is a cool local show for me to come to. Um, the Mike, who's putting the show together, I've known him for a while. I actually used to live in Virginia. Awesome. Um, and he has a show up there that he does as well. So I know him from that. This is the first year here, so I was really excited that 
he was bringing this down here to Savannah as well, since it's only like a hop across the bridge for me instead of a you know eight hour drive. Right, so right. yeah, so this is the first one ever in Savannah, correct? Uh, yeah, this is the first Savannah Comic Con here. Yep. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so um, you got some really, really awesome work. Uh, what were some What were some of your influences that kind of guided you towards your style? Oh man, I mean, I honestly try and take from everything uh, I mean I look at a lot of the the guys currently sure um, but you know if you go back like there's a Italian illustrator named Toby that I really like you have some uh, classic guys like Mobius um, uh, Zafino who's a Brazilian or Argentinian artist um, who I really enjoy but I also love you know architecture and illustration uh, I grew up reading um, a lot of like Calvin and Hobbes um, okay. So Watterson's a really big influence on me, and I was really into anime and video games when I was in high school, and that's what really got me into the like idea of telling stories and creating characters and all that. Um, what I was excited watching on Toonami or you know playing games, and comics is a great way for me to tell those stories um, in a way that I can kind of control a lot more of the pieces of. Um, since I get to draw the characters, the backgrounds, the shots, all that kind of stuff. So awesome, yeah. So, so then, kind of, how did you get started uh, with drawing and uh, your artwork? So, like probably a lot of kids, I drew a lot when I was younger, um, all through high school, and then in 2009, I decided I'd just been, you know, working a normal whatever retail job oh, yeah. it's like uh well i always wanted to, to draw professionally i was really bad um, gotcha. okay uh and so i decided that i was going to look into art school so i ended up coming to savannah initially uh to go to scat which is the savannah college of mm -hmm. art and design so i came here for that i they had a comics program called sequential art and i was like i didn't know you could get like a degree in this right right um, I was kind of thinking, like, I guess I'll do illustration or graphic design, which, like, illustration, sure, but graphic design never quite seemed like it was going to be something right. that I cared about, but I was like, I hear those are jobs. Like, I didn't know comics was a, a degree, right? <laughs> right and there's right. only a couple schools in the country probably that offer it, but I was like, wait, holy crap, they have a comics program. I want to do that. That seems exactly like what I want to do. You know, comics okay. are awesome. But they also, you know, storyboarding and concept design and all that kind of stuff they have classes for. So I started with that, and that definitely provided me with a way that in a very short period of time, I get a lot of intensive work done and grow a lot. Um, so that definitely provided me a boost. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize that either until I kind of came to Comic-Con sure, and started yeah, realizing yeah. that they had degree programs so yeah um so hey if any of our listeners want to reach out and check out your work or contact you what's the best way for them to do that uh so you can check out my instagram uh which is the dot eric e-r-y-k dot donovan um that's d-o-n-o-v-a-n uh my instagram i put a lot of art process stuff up there um and i also you know put food and selfies and trees and whatever else you know uh, Instagrams is kind of a, a fun spot but if you want to see I'll put a lot of art up there um, Twitter I'm on sometimes I'm kind of like moving away from that platform a little bit but I still put art up there um, and then you can check out my work in the stores um, my series eugenic just wrapped up in December uh, it's a three-part story about a 
virus that corrupts human DNA and creates this new breed of humans and in doing so causes like an apocalypse, a uh, genetic apocalypse, right? So uh, that's three parts. The whole series is out now. Uh, so you can go to local comic shops and order it or pick it up if they have it on the shelf. Um, and then I also have my books, Cognetic, Mimetic, Quantum Teens Argo, that are all available as well. You could buy either in uh, your local comic shop, hopefully, or on, you know, Amazon or something. So. Hey, awesome. I uh, really appreciate your time. Uh, you have some really awesome artwork. I'm really impressed. And so I wish you best of luck to the rest of the con and uh, hope, to, hope to see you around sometime. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Hey everyone, this is Peter from The Grown Up Nerd. I'm here at Savannah Comic Con just doing some interviews, talking with people at their booths. And right now, I'm talking to Ray. Ray, how you doing? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, so tell me, Ray, what brings you to Savannah Comic Con? Well, there's a handful of us. We're all professors at the Savannah College of Art and Design, and we all teach in the sequential art department. So it was a chance for us to promote the department, but mostly just showcase our own work and show the kids what we do. Yeah, awesome. Uh, this the artwork you have here is pretty amazing. Um, I took, I've taken a lot of pictures of it. Uh, how did you get started into art? You know, my background, I have an undergraduate degree in illustration and graphic design, but my master's degree is in sequential. And after I got out of college, I started working at an ad agency doing storyboards. Oh, wow. And so, you know, I really kind of wanted to do comics, but yeah. storyboards paid the bills. So. Right, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, so do you have any uh, influences growing up that, that kind of drove you to what you do now? You know, I was a mainstream comics guy in the 80s. You know, all the old John Byrne, like gotcha. Neil Adams, like I loved those guys. So if I had an influence, it would be one of, you know, those guys. Yeah. Um, do you have any information that you can provide for SCAD? Uh, just in terms of, you know, we're the largest private art school in the U.S. You know, we're the only master's program in sequential. And it's really, it's just visual storytelling. It's not just comics. It's storyboards. It's concept art. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's all of it. So it's, it's actually pretty fun. Yeah, gotcha. I was talking to somebody else and we were discussing that he, he graduated from SCAD, Eric Donovan over there. And sure. he was telling me that he didn't even know that you could get a degree in that. So um, is there, uh, what's a good place for them, for people to get information on the program? They can go to the SCAD website. It's just scad.edu. And they can learn everything about all the majors, not just sequential. Okay, awesome. Although sequential is the best one. I'm just gotcha, gotcha. Of course. Um, what if they want to reach out to maybe you and check out some of your artwork? Do you sure. have anything? Sure. If they look me up, they can look at the art of Argoto. It's just a blog, and I post sketches, and we'll do a daily drawing challenge, and it's pretty fun. Okay, awesome. Hey, I really appreciate your time, and uh, I hope uh, you have a successful con, and I uh, hope to see you around again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey everyone, this is Peter from The Grown Up Nerd. I'm at Savannah Comic Con doing some interviews, talking to people at the booths. Right now I'm talking to Lindsay Wagner at her booth and checking out her artwork. So Lindsay, tell me what brings you to Savannah Comic Con. Uh, well, this is the first year they're doing Savannah Comic Con. It's really local for me. I live here, so it's you know very low cost to actually come here as opposed to any of the other ones I usually go to. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so you have some Overwatch stuff I see here, uh, very different types of... Uh, I guess broad range of characters. What are some of your influences uh, with your art when it comes to your artwork? Tough question, to be honest. <laughs> it's like I, I grew up like reading manga and that kind of thing. Uh, and then as I sort of got out of that, I transitioned into video games and things like that. So I've always loved like art books, concept art things. Uh, basically, anything anyone publishes that's an art book for a game, I probably own it. 
Cool, cool. Um, so, what? How did you get started? Um, uh, it seems like everyone you know starts at a young age. How did you actually get into drawing and doing artwork? Uh, I actually, I sort of lucked out. My father is an artist, so I started doing art um, when I was very, very, very young. I only started to like develop a style once I was, uh, you know, high school, college age. But uh, I got to start early. Oh, then that's awesome. I think our parents have definitely uh, kind of ingrained their influences on us growing up. Um, do you have any? Uh, what is your favorite thing to draw? Like favorite character? What has been your favorite uh, type of artwork? I really like doing any kind of art from video games. Overwatch is kind of the new hotness now, and I, I love playing it. Yeah. It's a great game. And it's got a nice diverse cast of characters, so I love drawing like a bunch of different looking things. You hate to draw the same guy over and over and over again right. in the same outfit. But uh, that's been my favorite right now. Okay, cool. Hey, if anyone wanted to check out your artwork or maybe purchase some of your stuff, what's the best way they could reach out to you, check you out, contact you? Uh, you can find me on both Patreon and Twitter. My name is Scissorstep. Um, you can just type that into Google. You'll uh, one of the first or second things to come up. Awesome. Hey, I really appreciate your time. Uh, your artwork is really amazing. I'm really impressed, and uh, good luck to you on the rest of the con. All right. Thank you. Hey, everyone. This is Peter from The Grown Up Nerd. I'm here at Savannah Comic Con talking to booth owners and artists alike. Right now, I'm talking to Andre Fratino. That's, That's it, it. Yeah. Uh, So, Andre, tell me, what uh, brings you to Savannah Comic Con? Uh, well, I've been living in Savannah for about 13 years now, and I've uh, been working on comics uh, professionally for the past six or seven. And uh, when I found out this convention was coming around, I couldn't be couldn't pass off to be one of the uh, first people at this one. So. Yeah, yeah, this is the first one ever in Savannah, right? Uh, at least the first one in a while that I know of that's that's put together as well as this one has. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, what do you got here? What do you got showing off today? Uh, well, I've got my uh, creator-owned series called The Flagler's Few. Um, it's about a group of wannabe ghost hunters that hunt ghosts all around the low country and in Florida. Uh, I publish it with Pineapple Press. Uh, we're three books deep, but there's 13 books in the whole series. And it's kind of like Stranger Things meets Harry Potter meets Scooby-Doo. Wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, we've also got a comic that I kickstarted with my good friend Jesse Lee, who's the artist, uh, and I wrote. It's called Simon Says. It's inspired by uh, Simon Wiesenthal, who was a Jewish artist turned Nazi hunter after the war. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that yesterday. It looks like you're all out. Maybe one left? We got one last issue left on the table that comes with a poster. And, uh, yeah, I'm really psyched. It's been really well received here at the con. Great, yeah, it looks like it's been a success. Um, so how did you get into doing what you do? Uh, I've been in the comics ever since I was old enough to pick up one. Um, I've just been drawing since I was a kid, and uh, nothing else just felt right. And I just kept drawing and drawing and drawing, and uh, I had a chance to go to a library event back in my hometown that had some of the editors from Marvel Comics. And I came in with a spiral notebook and said, I'm going to be the artist for Spider-Man, and didn't quite turn out that way, but they gave me so much great advice and so much motivation that I knew I had to go onwards. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we, we're all a bunch of nerds, grown-up guys, that we grow up to be nerds. Uh, we're heavily <laughs> influenced by lots of, you know, comic books, TVs, movies. Uh, what were some of your influences growing up as a kid? Uh, the real Ghostbusters cartoon when I was yes. a kid. Um, man, the Ninja Turtles. Uh, I was a huge fan of Sonic the Hedgehog, the comic book series, uh, and the cartoon. Gotcha. Um, and my uh, friend Tracy Yardley over there, who actually uh, illustrates uh, Sonic professionally, he's done it for both Archie Comics oh, wow. and... Uh, you know, it's just, it's been fun to be able to kind of 
go from loving it to actually being involved yeah. and, and knowing people who create it too. Yeah. So. Um, okay yeah awesome so if anyone wanted to check out your work maybe purchase some of your stuff online or how was the best way they can reach out maybe contact you yeah, or find all, out your stuff all my books are available on Amazon uh, just type in Andre Fertino um, or uh, the most common book that's uh, liked here is The Lost Souls of Savannah uh, my website is arfstudios.net that's arf like how a dog barks uh, studios.net and uh, you can find out my latest book coming out in May uh, it's called The Land Remembered it's a uh, it's the graphic novel adaptation of a Florida classic book. Man, that sounds great. Um, your artwork and your your work in general is just amazing, and uh, oh, I love you. what I've seen so far from you. Um, and I wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors. Hope to see you around in another con. Absolutely. Thanks, man. I'm honored. Hey everyone, this is Peter from The Grown Up Nerd. I'm at Savannah Comic Con talking with uh, booth owners and artists alike. Uh, right now I'm talking with Miriam. Miriam, how you doing? Doing fantastic, actually. So what brings you to uh, Savannah Comic Con? Actually, it was very much a last minute thing. We had a friend that was like, do you want to do a show? Like, yeah, when is it? Tomorrow. And it was 3, 3, 3 p.m. on Friday, so we just stayed up all night slinging paint to get ready for the show. That's awesome. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I found out <laughs> Thursday night I was coming to Savannah Comic Con. So, um, I was checking, like advance notice, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I was checking out your new comic book. Do you mind talking a little bit about it? Yeah, um, actually it's uh, something that I started about a little over a year ago. Um, I was approached by a local writer. I'm from Florida, so like not local here, but like local in Florida. Gotcha. Um, um, I was approached by a local writer. Um, he had a story that he'd been working on for like four or five years. He just needed somebody to go ahead and draw it out. Um, it's, uh, it's called Stuff of the Children. It's a uh, it's kind of your typical zombie fair. <laughs> only difference is that it just it only affects kids. So oh, wow. everywhere around the world, all kids under like the age of 15, they drop dead. They come back as super sort of really hungry monster zombie things. So. That's a pretty original take <laughs> on zombies. I like it. It's I a like nice it. Conversation piece, just because you know you'll get parents of like. I can't, I can't bear to hurt my child. Oh, and you'll God. have other ones that are like, I didn't like you anyway, you were a mistake, you were my favorite, so it's great. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Um, so what were some of your influences growing up uh, when it comes to your artwork and the direction you've gone? The funny thing is, a lot of my influence have nothing to do with horror. So this really? is my first take. Like, it's this. This is actually my second take doing a horror type thing. My first one was Urban Legends. Um, I was working with a, with a colorist. Um, and he's like award-winning all this other jazz or whatever and uh, so that was my first taste doing horror and then apparently I followed like just kind of continued suit they saw that he wanted to do this which is more horror but a lot of my um, influences I guess were a lot of uh, anime classic animation you know because my husband and I are both animators by trade so a lot of animation old classic like cartoon illustration art and stuff like that um, and uh, but now I'm looking more into into more like horror fantasy type stuff, more macabre things or whatever. So I have my, my research, I guess, for the comics and stuff. Yeah, it's a definitely interesting <laughs> interesting take on the, the zombie genre. Um, how did you get started? How did you get into the, doing your own comic and artwork? Um, honestly, it was literally just a. Really. Uh, it was just a, a, a shove, kind of a shove into it because we've done animation. And uh, for the Urban Legends comic that I was working on about four, four to six years back, he, he liked my illustrations. And then he was like, have you ever considered doing comics? And in the beginning, I was like, no, why not? Comics are kind of like storyboards. I was so wrong. <laughs> With storyboards, I don't have to work the same amount of stuff for like, it's all like same format, same kind of thing. And and it's not nearly as detailed and with the comic page, comics of course there's different panels you have 
flow, layout, and splash pages, a lot more involved. So I, I shot myself in the foot in that. But it's been a really good like ride. I'm learning a whole lot from it. Yeah, I got you. you. I was just walking by and you showed me your comment. I love the artwork. Uh, the story is super interesting. But as soon as I heard about kid zombies, I was like, what? So, um, uh, so if anyone wanted to take a look at your artwork or want to contact you to get to get more information, what's the best way they could do that? Oh, yeah. Um, our website is GenkiGothStudios.com. Um, and I'm so happy to say that it's finally live. We've been working on it for months. So awesome. it's like, yay, it's finally done. <laughs> um, but it's same thing, GenkiGoth on Facebook or Instagram, all the social medias and stuff. You can actually just Google that name. And we're like the first 10 pages. So. <laughs> okay, okay. We're great. Well, this was a pleasant surprise. It was... Uh, kind of hidden in a little nook and it was awesome though like I, next time big big spread next time yes, so i'm going see all out <laughs> awesome well thank you very much for your time thanks a lot i really appreciate it man thank you <laughs>Hey everyone, this is Peter from the Grown Up Nerd. I'm at Savannah Comic Con. I'm interviewing booth owners and artists alike. And right now I'm speaking to JR. JR, how you doing? Doing well, man. How you doing? Not too bad. It's uh, for my first Comic Con. So uh, I was checking out your booth and you got some really interesting interesting uh, work here. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, Fried Pickle Noir? Sure. I'm an independent artist. I like to do nothing but original work. So Fried Pickle Noir is like my big, my big claim to fame, so to speak. You know, when you do a bunch of different things, one tends to hit really well. Mine happens to be a story about fruits and vegetables trying to bump each other off mob style in a seedless city called The Pits. That's the fried pickle noir. It's like Sin City meets VeggieTales starring Q Cumbersome, a fried pickle detective that fights the meatheads, the melonheads, eggheads, and the potato heads. Yeah, so I noticed you got a lot of play on words with, the, with your uh, comic book. It's really interesting. Um, so I got kind of got a few questions. Uh, what got you started in doing the work that you do? I was always an artist, uh, you know, just a musician for years and years and years. I always used to draw and things like that. But you know, like you got to work your jobs, you got to pay your bills, things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I would always like be in bands, or you know, eventually my friends and I would write for like musicals and plays and other bands, things like that. But eventually, when there wasn't anything, when there wasn't a project to work on, there was no band to be in. I kind of fell into an artistic slump. Didn't know really know what I was gonna do. So a friend of mine has suggested maybe I should start drawing comic books since I did a lot of doodling. Um, and it didn't make sense to me at first to switch hats so quickly. But once you find a concept that gives you uh, a whole universe to work on, yeah. it opens up so many possibilities. And for me, my first book was The Scary Tales. You know, it's the uh, scary with an eye. It's like Calvin and Hobbes meets Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. And that idea was supposed to, um, if you've ever read Calvin and Hobbes, sometimes Calvin goes into his head and becomes Spaceman Spit. Well, in my comic, I thought, well, they'll, they'll go into their head sometimes too. And I thought, well, I needed something weird for them to go into. My friend and I are eating fried pickles uh, for the first time. And I'm like, these, these are awesome. And she goes, well, yeah, you should turn a fried pickle into a character one day. And my mind just blew because I thought, fried pickle noir. Cucumbersome. It just sort of kept coming. Like puns are things that just come to you yeah, sometimes. Yeah, definitely. And it all just started snowballing. I thought, of course, the bad guys would be meatheads and melon heads. Every derogatory name you could think of that was food-based. Hey, you knucklehead. Hey, you potato head. Oh, look, he's an egghead. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, And then definitely. the names, the characters kind of spewed out too. You know, Spamuel Jackson, Sal Manila, the Hater Tot, the Hell Raisin. So... I love playing with uh, with words, trying to be a little clever, 
telling a mystery and having fun, making everybody laugh. Yeah, that's what caught my eye when I talked to you yesterday was your play on words was just amazing, and I, and I loved it. Um, so what were uh, your influences that kind of you know made you who you are as an artist? I'd have to go all the way back to you know, Charles Schultz, you know, with Peanuts, all the Disney movies. You know, as a kid, I'm a big Godzilla fan, too. Um, you know, Stan Lee with, uh, with uh, Spider-Man and Thor and Captain America, Batman, of course. All of these things kind of, like, played into your tropes, your, your, your artistic endeavors. I was a big ACDC and KISS fan and, you know, all the music that was in all of these movies, like the Disney movies had the best music around. So music and story just always went together. If you've ever seen a Steven Spielberg movie, you know that yep. his movies are nothing without John Williams. Mm -hmm. right? So, yep. you know, for me, music always found ways of telling stories. So when I was a musician, I was always telling stories. Now that I'm uh, a sole creator, I'm using my storytelling in a different medium for comics. And ironically, I'm now writing music for my comics. Oh, wow. You know, That's so really cool. I've been always to kind of come full circle with it. But it's always about storytelling. And the greatest storytellers um, are what I kind of like to look at. Oh. You know, your Bill Watterson for Calvin Hobbes, anything from Walt Disney. And even today, like, I love Mike Mignola from Hellboy. Um, yeah. Doug Tenable, who created Earthworm Jim, he does a lot of his own individual comic books. So I'm always looking for good storytellers. Again, Steven Spielberg is one of the best storytellers in the world. And uh, if I can take that kind of like influence and create my own stories, mm. you know, and, and then add some smartassery, you know, yeah, a little, yeah. little Animaniacs, Bugs Bunny type stuff, you know, then uh, then I got my spin on things. Yeah, well, that's, wow, that's really awesome. Um, so if anyone wanted to check you out, maybe buy some of your stuff, what would the best way to do that? Well, you can always Google my name, JR Mounts, or you can even just start Googling Fried Pickle Noir, but just go straight to my website. It's Scary Tales Noir, scary with an I, so S-C-A-I-R-Y, Tales, T-A-L-E-S, and Noir, N-O-I-R. It's a combination of my Scary Tales and Fried Pickle Noir comics. And there you can find samples of not only Scary Tales and Fried Pickle, but you can also look at the Finleys and my new book, Silver Linings, about an old man and an alien. Wow, that sounds really cool. Uh, well, hey, thank you so much for your time. You have a really original piece of work here, and uh, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, man. I appreciate thank that, dude. Thank you. Thank you.